Howdy folks, welcome to Camera Shake, where we bring you the insider scoop on all things photography and videography, giving you a unique opportunity to stay ahead of the curve. We spend literally hundreds of hours interviewing some of the most renowned photographers of our time, giving you access to knowledge and expertise that's not available anywhere else. As always, I'm your host Kirsten Nutz, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to build a social media presence for photographers. So buckle up, grab a cold one, and let's shake it up with today's guest right after this. Welcome to Camera Shake Podcast, episode 150. But wait a second, before we get into today's episode, I have one small favor to ask of you. If you enjoy this podcast, please join the Camera Shake community over on camerashakepodcast.com so that you're the first ones to know when we've got exciting news for you. You'll find the link in the description, or if you're watching on YouTube and I don't forget to put it in, it'll be down here somewhere. But without further ado, let's give it up for today's special guest, the Italian street photographer, social media whiz kid, with a mission to show the beauty inside ordinary people. Give it up for Dino Serrao. Dino, man, how are you? Hello, so nice to be here with you, my friend. I'm very good, I'm very, very good. Uh, currently here in my uh, in my birth uh, place where, where I where I was born, so in Italy, actually in the south of Italy. Perfect. And uh, super cool. I'm uh, very very excited to 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 be here with you today. Fantastic. I'm so glad I, I managed to get you on the show. I'm, I'm really looking forward to our conversations. It'd be absolutely amazing. Um, so you're in Italy right now. So you're originally from Italy, but you actually live in Norway. That is correct. It's a very long story, uh, but long story short, uh, I I actually moved from Italy in the 2012 uh, to Australia, and I've been living in Australia for about uh, nine years, I guess. And uh, even though I was uh, working in hospitality, then I found my purpose, I found my call, and uh, it was uh, photography, uh, but also uh, I loved uh, this uh, connection with uh, uh, the people, uh, and I was always stuck with the uh, portraits and uh, you know people expressions uh, in every moment of their life. So I I connected the dots at a certain point, and I was like, I think I want to do something interesting so and it's, that's uh, really that's really the super interesting thing about about your work it's because it's it's I, I mean i introduced you as a street photographer really i mean you're like you're really a portrait photographer whose studio for all intents is the street yes yes actually um everything i do uh um as a photographer, uh, it's uh, it's all all out there. It's uh, on the street. Everything is on the spot. Um, my photography session sometimes uh, I know it sounds incredible, uh, but it can uh, from the the moment where when I approach someone a stranger, uh, and then we take the pictures, and then I show the pictures. Uh, so the, the the final result and everything it takes sometimes about six five five minutes maybe <laughs> four minutes literally so it's quite interesting. It's a it's a really interesting concept. Um, I mean we've had you know street photographers on the on the show before, but 
when I saw your work, or when I was introduced to your work um, by our mutual friend Dave Williams, um, you know, the thing that really that really hit me was that it's not street photography in the traditional sense, but it's and, it's literally portrait photography out in the street. So you you approach basically random people, and, and you get them to allow you to take a photograph of them, and. And what it's done is, is it's really, I mean, your social media presence is incredible. And we'll talk about that in a minute. And I'm sure you've got lots of uh, really awesome tips for our listeners as to how they can, you know, uh, le leverage their social media presence. But, but what I want to talk about first is, is really your approach to, to your photography. Because I've watched your, like, Instagram reels and TikToks and YouTube videos, and I find it absolutely fascinating. It's, it's you have such an incredible approach so tell us a little bit about your approach so basically um, um it's nothing really really complicated of course so many people would say uh oh but uh that's your uh, uh that that's your skill or your attitude and your you know your way to uh, to do things for me some people would say they 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 get stuck in doing that and it's very complicated because they don't know how to approach someone and so on. Uh, I would say, and this is how it started, I would say to these people, first of all, think about something. What is the worst case scenario that can happen when you approach someone? That those people might say, no, this is it. It's so bad. Um, I know maybe the, in those moments you can uh, those moments can uh, bring you a little bit down, you know, they can let you down, but it's not the case. Uh, actually, uh, I would say out of uh, five people, maybe one person would say no, uh, but the rest, it's, uh, it's a very big fulfillment for you and for the person that you're going to meet. The thing is, uh, for, for in, um, for, um, regarding what I do, uh, it's uh, actually pretty simple. It's nothing so complicated. I make sure I have my gears all uh, ready to start and uh, uh, fully charged. Uh, I I take my camera. I take uh, literally uh, a smartphone uh, to record the behind the scenes. So, which is the person that usually comes with me. But I want to be honest with you. Recently, I also saw. Um, someone else doing uh, what I'm doing somewhere else in other countries, but uh, you can use, and I can see they use uh, like a GoPro maybe on the chest uh, or something, so you can record yourself, you don't need someone else. And what I do, I simply have a, a very simple walk on the, um, on the footpath in the city, and uh, I start to... Uh, admire uh, <laughs> and I start to to look and watch uh, watch around the surrounding and the people so uh, um, I try not to stare <laughs> too much because sometimes it can be a little bit creepy but then at the end is not is not because uh, you know also when people uh, do eye contact with you, and you already understand that, that that person probably is the is the the right person to take pictures because you know has nothing 
you know, that person doesn't feel embarrassed or doesn't feel, or you don't feel that that person doesn't really want to engage with someone today, you know. Uh, so what I do basically is uh, I f kind of a, some, sometimes the more you do it, the better it is. It's called so kind of a practice. So uh, the more you do this, the more you will understand also when that's the right person that you can approach and you eventually can steal some, some minutes from that person. So of course, I would never approach someone that is running to catch a bus or someone that, uh, you know, is, uh, uh, is walking with a very quick step because probably he's heading to a meeting or to a grocery shop or doing some stuff. So when I walk, uh, I can see someone uh, is just enjoying the, the day or is just, uh, you know, uh, hanging around uh, in the square or in a park or you know somewhere and uh, simply i literally uh approach the person asking if i can uh talk to this person can i talk to you for one minute what i usually say or or can i ask you something uh, uh, and so this is a, a, a starting point you know just to start to engage and of course the, some the sometimes the person uh, look at the uh, at my cameraman uh, or, or sometimes my girlfriend that is, is she's the one that helped me a lot also to record the behind the scene and of course it, it looks a little bit weird for this person because like okay uh, why if you ask me a question that person is recording but even uh, even though I have to say today uh, is becoming also very common you know uh, there's so many creators outside, there's so many things happening outside that is becoming more natural, more uh, everyday things happening, you know. Uh, so uh, many people are, are becoming also used to it. So they'll be like, okay, probably these people are asking me something for uh, a channel or TV or whatever it is. Uh, when I started to be honest with you, it was a little bit more complicated because no many people were doing this format. No many people were using this format. Uh, so the, the, the reaction of the person could be a little bit kind of, okay, wait one second, what's going on? But, but then uh, the good stuff is, and the, the, another good part is when you start to explain very generally a very... Uh, uh, in your authentic way and, uh, um, you know, in a very easy way, literally what you're doing and what is about. And what I do is simple. I'm a photographer. My name is Dino. I present myself. And uh, uh, all I'm doing is uh, taking portraits of people uh, all around the world. Today I'm here, make an example, in Italy. Or I say today I'm here. I... I also say where I'm from and everything. I literally explain as much as I can. So to make that person comfortable, then I'm a normal person. I'm doing this. I show them also on my smartphone to give them a little bit more sense of what's going on so and what they can expect eventually. And, um, and then uh, simply the person gets uh, pretty comfortable and actually... I guess uh, they're very happy to be part of the project and why not uh, they're like oh you know actually this person uh, at the beginning probably something happened in their mind because 
there's so many people and the and it happens to me that the, the someone asked me but why are you choosing me there's so many people around and that's actually very cool because it's like wow that's a very good question uh because i got inspired and uh, i notice you and uh, i believe uh, your beauty is unique you know and even though i'm not comparing uh, your beauty with someone else. I'm not saying you're better than that than that that one or, or that person is better than you. Uh, you have something different from that person that I want to capture. And maybe after you, I will go to someone else over there and will capture that person. So this is very interesting. And it, it gives really a lot of self-confidence to that person. Uh, and then, of course, uh, taking the pictures and show them the pictures, it's simply beautiful the reaction that they see and they're like you know wow i didn't expect today i was going to buy i don't know um, um a bottle of milk and i found myself in a photo shooting and uh, it actually made my day so this is actually a very common reaction that people have and uh, yeah and for us photographer uh it's um a very very good moment and a very good chance to um uh how can i say to um to 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 do to have this experience with all the time different people you know so a different aspects different uh, uh how can i say yeah different portraits so it's yeah you know what's really interesting about what you've just said is um because i know in street photography you know, uh, one of the things that people come up against um, all the time, especially when I first get into street photography, and that that being like, you know, more traditional street photography where you, you know, maybe photograph street scenes, you know, and um, it, it sort of veers a little bit into architectural photography, maybe depending on where you are and all the rest of it. But I know that um, confidence is is a major part of of that. And, and I know that, you know, when I speak to people, or people have commented on, you know, previous episodes, um, that one of the one of the obstacles in the beginning is just that confidence of actually you yeah. know walking up to somebody and taking a taking a close-up portrait because it's relatively easy to hang out by a street corner you know to observe a scene and then wait for somebody to step into a beam of light or something like that and take that picture you know you're right. kind of removed from that but when it comes to walking up to people and taking close-up shots of them that does require uh, sort of a degree of of self confidence um, that, uh, that that this you know yeah that presents a bit of an obstacle for for a lot of people. Like, what I find really boring. interesting about what you were saying is is that you're really looking at it from giving that confidence to the subject yeah. and making them comfortable. That I find super interesting. I was uh, working in hospitality and I was used to uh, meet hundreds and hundreds of people every night. Um, I was at the front door, so I was hosting the people to come in the restaurant, giving them the tables and so on. So I kind of practice also myself in uh, uh, interacting and doing sometimes public relation uh, with literally strangers, because these are clients, are, are customers that they come in the restaurant, but they are strangers to me anyway. But then you talk with one, you talk to the other, and this ha helped me a lot. So I, I have a background. Uh, so for me, it was like, well, you know, 
I meet a lot of people in the restaurant uh, or before the restaurant where they are coming in and I talk to them and everything. So uh, how about going in the street and uh, imagining, in, in, you know, in my mind and myself, imagining I'm talking with customers, but they are on the street, okay? And, and I'm just talking with them. But at the same time, I also ask, I also was wondering myself, okay, but you know, when we are uh, when we are living our life and we are outside and we are in a new city, let's say, or in a new place, um, and suddenly we need uh, to literally ask some question to someone uh, because we are not from here and we are we need to ask for some information or something. What we do? We ask the first random strangers to ask for some question. All right, and then you know what happened most of the time. Uh, that when you stop that person, uh, maybe that person, if he's not a person, if he's not someone, as I say, he's in rush for something to, to for, for for some event, or or they kind of hanging around, and and that's usually what our minds, our mindset as well, our brain stick on. Okay, I can't ask that person because she's running away or he's running away. I will ask that person. They she's just hanging around there, you know. Uh, and it's more relaxed and everything. And I will ask a question, excuse me, I don't know, where is the train station? Or where is uh, the best way to get to the mall? Or where is, and so on. And then what happened, actually, you start, it happens sometimes that you start with a, a very quick a conversation. Maybe that person engage, engage with you and say, oh, where are you guys from? Oh, I'm from Italy. Oh, guys, welcome to London. I don't know, welcome to, you know, and you start the conversation and and this actually happens to me. One day I was, I, I, I actually went out, I was with my camera and everything. I didn't have the gear, I didn't have my girlfriend with me. Nobody was recording, but I had the camera. And this person was so nice and so funny, they inspired me. And I was so happy to have a conversation, even if I asked just one question, to find something I can't remember now, but I was in the middle of the city. And then, and then in the meantime, we were talking, I was like, mister, can I ask you something? I like your, 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 your enthusiasm. And I like you, the way your attitude and everything. And also the style you have, is it okay if I take a couple of pictures of you? It's so cool. You, you look so cool. And that person was like, yeah, of course, no problem. You can take a picture of me. But as long as you send me these pictures, then of course, no problem. So, you know, it was very conversational. And suddenly I took this picture of this person. And uh, so, you know, it's very, I know, as I said, it's not always easy for everyone. But I truly believe, I truly, truly believe that most of us, and, and we are very worried of the rejection. Like we are very scared of rejection. Uh, so we don't dare because we are scared that the person would say no. Uh, and then, uh, you know, it's kind of, we take it as a failure and a fail, which is okay because failure is part of success. So you need sometimes to, you know, but you get to, you need to get confidence more and more and more. So the only way is to, you know, to, literally uh, uh, try and try and try. And I'm pretty sure people will say, and I can tell this because I literally 
uh, um, uh, brought my project and what I do in Scandinavia. I mean, we're talking about in Norway where people are very reserved. People, that's the, I promise one time, one Norwegian talked to, uh, was looking at me and was like, man, what you're doing is not Norwegian at all. Like, we don't even dare to go and ask someone for something else. You know, uh, for a simple question and all these things. Yet, uh, I found there, of course, in this very challenged land for me, for street photographers like me, that uh, once you get in, in, the, in the conversation, as I said, and you get in confidence and so on, everything becomes very natural and they open up more. So, I mean, it's, it's yeah. you know, again, it's, it's really interesting um, to to sort of to look at your process and what you do on social media is you're laying the process bare so you can actually see because there's a lot of behind the scenes um you know footage that that uh, that's part of what you do on social media but you know it's it's really interesting um to see your your process and the way you uh, the way you approach somebody the way you put them into the center stage and then also the way that you give them proof by showing them your you know, your, I don't know, your Instagram profile or something on social media to, to basically legitimize what you're doing. And, you know, rather than, uh, you know, and you take away the fear there a little bit, I think, you know, from, from somebody who thinks like, well, who's that weird guy approaching me in the, in the street? You know, you, you're kind of giving them some social proof almost at the same time. You know, that's really interesting because um, I'll tell you what. So I was on a street photography outing um, a couple of months ago in London, which is sometimes I occasionally do just for fun. It's just a fun thing. Um, and so I get together a group of people. We go into London and we just have a day out doing some street photography. And one thing happened. So uh, one of the guys was, you know, spotted these two girls. Um, they were, they looked like kind of Japanese Barbie dolls. So they were all like, you know, dressed up and you know, makeup and hair and everything. And he started taking pictures of them. Well, they got really annoyed at that point. And then this conflict, this confrontation developed, you know, where they were saying like, oh, you know, what are you doing? You know, don't take pictures of us. And he's like, well, I have the right to take pictures because it's a public space. And immediately, yeah, this confrontation, I'm thinking, well, okay, let's just all chill out here for a minute. But, and, you know, I hear that quite regularly from street photographers, you know, um, it's, it's this sort of confrontational thing where somebody says like, well, I have the rights to be here because this is a public space. But it, with what you do, your approach is so beautiful because you take all of that away right from the, from the beginning, right when you, when you approach them, which is, I think is, it's a, it's a great lesson for anybody who's interested in, in shooting um, street and by default having people in the shot. Um, so it's a, it's a really great lesson for anybody to to learn. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, I think also uh, actually uh, I like what you say. That, and this this the fact of uh, recording the behind the scene of everything happen. Uh, it also uh, gives a, a a better example of eventually you can. Uh, uh, how can I say, eliminate that awkward uh, situation when the person, they eventually say, why are you taking pictures of me and all these things, you know? Um, so, yeah, I mean, as I said, I, uh, for me, uh, 
my, my photography, I don't even know if I can literally call it street photography, but because anyway, my uh, interacting directly with a person and then asking, so it becomes something else. Mm. How do you, um, yeah, do you edit the, the images right there and then, or, um, or do you send them? Do you send your subjects the, the images I, afterwards, or what? How I do you usually do? I usually show them the raw uh, the raw pictures. Um, I sh I show them the raw pictures. Of course, the setting of my camera based as I work a lot outdoor, uh, so I work a lot with the natural lights or whatever the space offers me. Um, I uh, try to set uh, to to put all the settings of my camera that even the raw ones would look nice. Um, of course, then I explain, of course, of course, in those uh, 60 seconds video that many people and uh, the, the most part of my, of my, of my audience watch every, uh, every week. Um, there's so many parts, so many behind the scene that I don't include, otherwise it will be too long. Uh, yet, uh, this is a, a little spoiler, I am uh, going to uh, create longer episodes for those people that they want to enjoy a little bit more of really what's going on in the behind the scene from start to end. So there will be more things, in, uh, more videos and more parts that they uh, explain a little bit more and give more the sense and clarify so many of those questions that people many times ask me. Uh, and one of these is also, uh, do you show them the edited or they are raw and all these things, they are raw. I explain to the subject that I will edit eventually uh, a little bit those pictures uh, to pull up a little bit of brightness where there's no brightness and maybe use a um, a preset that I created in Lightroom and so on. Uh, so I explain to them. So I also tell them uh, I I get details from the from the subject uh, in order then to send them uh, the edited pictures, selected and edited pictures, so they can do whatever they want for, with that, with those pictures. Let me just say a quick thank you to our sponsor, DVE Store. DVE Store's mission is to help you create better video and provide you with the tools necessary to explore your creativity. If you have any digital video equipment needs, whether that's camera equipment, audio gear or lighting and much more, you can check them out at dvestore.com. Thank you to DVE Store for the high def video. And of course, you can find a link to DVE Store in the description. So your behind the scenes process is, you know, I mentioned it before, is, is super interesting because it gives people an insight into how you do what you do but it also um it also gives them an idea of who you are which is which is the beauty of it so we don't just get to see the finished product but we'll actually get to see the making of process you know which which i think is extremely attractive and and of course you um you leverage that on social media so well because your social media just talk, let's talk a little bit about about social media your social media following is incredible it's um, you know if I if I, I just you know obviously I, I've been um, doing some research clearly as I normally do, um, but you know I mean just get this like your Instagram following is like is over half a million followers, um, and your TikTok following is like 
two and a half million. That's incredible. Like, uh, how do you, how do you leverage social media um, for your photography? But how was it? Was it something that happened all of a sudden, or was it a very planned process? How do you how do you work that? Uh, no, it actually it wasn't planned at all. I actually, when I started to do these, uh, uh, um, I uh, first first advice I will give to all those uh, photographers and content creators out there is uh, start to do everything. It fulfills yourself first inside. So do it for the for your passion. Do it because you really love it, because you really enjoy. Mm. I don't believe. I know there's so much uh, confusion nowadays, and uh, and uh, sometimes we are not. Uh, 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 there's a lot of uncertainty as well. Uh, we uh, we don't know so many things. Uh, we don't know which path take and everything. But I I believe if we if we focus. Uh, during our days, uh, we will find our purpose and call. This was a kind of a call as well uh, that evolved as, as slowly, slowly. The purpose as well became even, even wider and wider and wider. Why I'm saying this? Because when I started, I started as as a as a as an experiment. I just called this friend of mine, and um, I I I, I uh, it was uh, the time where I quit my job. I quit my job. Uh, I wanted to take some times off and uh, I was completely unemployed. So I just want to uh, enjoy myself. But in the meantime, I also had this very uh, big um, need of uh, going back to, to the artistic part that I left um, years before starting uh, my my uh, routine and my hospitality work. So. Uh, when I started, I started with these and I was like, I called this friend of mine. I was like, man, you know what? Uh, it's a beautiful day. Uh, um, let's go outside. Uh, I'll have this small camera. I honestly have a, a very small camera. Uh, um, uh, actually, at that time was uh, not a full frame. It was uh, uh, APC, uh, sorry, APSC, I think. Yeah, yeah, crop sensor camera. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, so I had this small camera, uh, this uh, 50 millimeter uh, lens, or maybe it was 35, I don't remember. And then I had my smartphone and I was like, man, let's do this. Let's walk. And when we see someone that inspire us or like some interesting person or, you know, uh, or very particular character or of, uh, feature and everything, and then we'll, we'll stop this person and uh, I will ask if I can take picture of this person, and uh, and then I, I want to see the reaction once I show the picture. And I was like, and I want you, man, to please to record myself, record me, and whatever happens, no matter what, just record. If they say yes, if they say no, if they try to kick me, if they call the police, whatever, I don't care. Like just record. It's gonna be fun. Uh, let's see what happens. But all of this was with no intention of uploading these videos uh, anywhere. At that time, I didn't know anything about TikTok. Uh, someone mentioned me, but I all I knew was uh, TikTok was all about uh, dancing and some funny animal cats and dogs uh, doing stupid things <laughs> uh, and so on. I didn't know anything about it, so I, I wasn't going to, to use it. Um, 
Instagram uh, had only uh, at that time there were no real, no reels. Uh, there was just uh, you know photo still and uh, videos as well, video posts, uh, and then of course YouTube. Uh, but I wasn't using YouTube at all, so it was just purely for having fun, uh, doing this uh, experiment and everything. But then what happened was. Uh, uh, my brother actually, uh, when I showed him what I was doing and that I was doing this behind the scene, and actually the first time went actually also pretty well. Out of six people, I think one or two say no that day, but four said yes, and they were pretty interesting. And I was at the very beginning. I was a little bit rusty with my photography skill and everything. Uh, but you know, I was practicing and everything was good. And then my brother was like, oh, uh, these things that are you doing, just uh, keep them short if you can. Make them like 15, 30 seconds. And uh, why don't you put them together and you show, show the final result and you uh, just uh, uh, publish them on TikTok. And I was like, oh, TikTok? Really? TikTok? Why? I, I thought TikTok was just for teenagers that they want to dance and doing those things. Uh, like, no, no, no. And my brother was like, I saw they're doing uh, some other stuff, you know. They showed the behind the scene of many things as well. And so I was like, okay, let's give it a go. You know, let's try. And he went actually pretty well. I think also because at that time in 2019, it was still the very beginning. And there was not much about this format uh, that I'm using today. And um, yeah, and uh, actually... I was very, very impressed because the second or the third video that I that I um, uh, published, uh, it went over 20,000 views. And I was like, what? I don't even have 100 followers. <laughs> I have like, I don't know, 10 followers, maybe my friends, because I told them. And so the algorithm was working pretty interesting, pretty fine, uh, pretty good. And uh, and I started to see the reaction of people. So people started to love that. I started to gain a lot of followers and then started slowly, slowly. I was like, okay, maybe I can do something out of it. <laughs> That's very interesting. And then the more I was publishing, and this was a, a, a trick that I, that I found uh, um, uh, myself actually, uh, uh, it, the trick was publishing uh, uh, at least uh, uh, three or four times per week. So every week, uh, what I was doing is uh, every Saturday and Sunday, I think, or Monday and Tuesday, I don't remember now, it was two days I, I selected. I was going out, capturing five to four people per day and taking pictures of them and then publishing, uh, working on this video and publish them during the week and gaining followers. But then the good stuff was that, um, so at that time I was publishing the behind the scene on TikTok and the still pictures on Instagram and TikTok and Instagram were connected. So I was like, if you want to sh see the final result and we'll look at that for, for a little bit more longer, uh, you can go on Instagram. But then what happened was also that probably some uh, uh, brands, some uh, companies, they 
they probably uh, started to put an eye on me and they were looking at what I was doing and they were watching my videos and everything. And then I started to get my first, uh, my first collaborations and my first freelancers work uh, with uh, these uh, brands like Nikon uh, in Australia and also uh, other clothing brand and so on. So I started to brainstorm and figure out something. And that was actually cool. It's fantastic. Can you, um, can you share with us your thoughts on the role of social media in, in photography today in general? Um, like Where? how has it impacted you know, your work as a photographer and content creator? Um, so, well, I would say that, um, uh, in social media today, um, unfortunately, mm, or I, I don't know if to say unfortunately or fortunately, I have to be honest with you, uh, social media today, I can see it requires, uh, it requires you to 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 be a little bit more uh, uh, how can I say not creative but it's kind of the audience feels like they want to see a little bit more of what you do and how you do because it's all about inspiration so people wants to be inspired some some part of the audience they want to uh, they want to be uh, uh, part of of what you're doing and being just viewers and enjoying some others are uh, they they want to be inspired they want to uh they want inspirations and they want to see how you do something uh as a photographer um yes yes there's so many photographers out there still they just publish uh, these uh, still pictures or carousel and they get a very good engagement Probably many of those, I believe, they are veterans of the of the social media. So they're still going on. They, they, there's so much going on for them and everything, and that's beautiful and everything. Um, but I would say I also publish uh, from time to time some just still pictures to enjoy. Um, but uh, uh, I believe uh, from time to time. Uh, you need uh, uh, also to to show a little bit of the behind the scene. Uh, so this will also create more engagement because people save your post, people share your post with someone else uh, uh, because it's kind of, oh, you know, myself as well. Sometimes I'm sharing some other people's posts like, oh man, look how this guy manage to to do this photo or to create this video hack or a photo hack in just a matter of a few minutes and so on and blah 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 so i guess yeah i mean that's that's very interesting because actually you know in, in social media we're often sort of talking about providing or creating value for the viewer and by by uh, including the sort of behind the scenes element of it you're actually, you're sort of, you're satisfying, you know, the viewer's curiosity in a way, in like, in sort of like showcasing and explaining or showing how the image was actually made in the first place. And that's obviously, so, so I mean, that's, it sounds like 
that could be a good piece of advice in general for for um, you know photographers nowadays is to include more of that behind the scenes um, in their absolutely. Own work. Yeah, absolutely. I will. I would suggest many photographers or or uh, new photographers that they are getting involved now more and more. Uh, if they want to do something out of it with social needs and everything, uh, I, I think. Uh, uh, a good way to engage more with the audience and with people and uh, as you say it getting more curiosity from uh, from uh, a lot of viewers out there is to show uh, how you managed to do something how you did something are you doing the mobile photography show how you do mobile photography why not because there's so many people buying I've been doing mobile photography as well. In some of my last posts, I was working uh, with a mobile brand uh, that they they um, asked me to use their mobile with their new camera features and blah, 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 and uh, taking pictures of, and people portraits uh, with their camera and to show. And this is actually a very cool, a very cool stuff as well, because there's so many people out there that they start to think, oh, but that photographer makes some amazing pictures because he has the best camera in the world, super expensive. No, that's not the case. That's not true. There's not always an entirely true because I managed to, took, uh, to take amazing pictures with just my smartphone, especially with it, when I didn't have the camera with me. And I promise it happens to me that I was out with my friends. Uh, there's actually two videos in my, in my, in my pages. I was out with my friends, uh, not planning to do any photographer photography, enjoying that day with my friends, uh, getting a coffee, a coffee uh, at this cafe. And I suddenly I noticed this super cool uh, gentleman uh, with his uh, very cool uh, dress and 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 you know and his features and everything. And it was I couldn't help it. It was stronger than me. I had to. So I literally had to ask my friend, please record with your phone, the behind the scene. We don't have microphones. We don't have anything. So try to stay a little bit closer to me so you can hear my voice a little bit, a little bit better with a, with a built-in microphone in your, in your smartphone. And I will use my smartphone to take a picture uh, of this gentleman. At least, uh, you know, I can do something because I really want to do that. And... I promise you that, that this is uh, uh, there's so many uh, young people out there and also middle age and so on. Everyone's out there. They probably have a smartphone with a big potential. I promise. Especially nowadays, the cheapest smartphone you can buy has probably a portrait mode or something like that that will allow you to give the pictures a little bit more, you know, it can stand out a little bit better, a little bit more. Um, and of course, then I use a bit of editing and so on. But uh, I promise uh, if you, and, and, and I would say to, the, 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 to these photographers and to these people that they get inspired, just watch as I did and I still do, watch many, many photographers out there, see what they do, see how they do. Uh, out of five photographers you watch, one will be the one that inspire you more and it match a little bit more your values, your principles, 
your way to take pictures and so on. If it's about people, if it's about animals, if it's about wildlife and uh, landscapes and so on. So today with the social media and, and the internet, literally you, you can learn so much. And then it's all about practice, of course. So I tell you what, before I ask you the next social media related question, one thing I want to know is um, how do you do with audio when you're out there photographing? Um, so you mean what I'm, what I used to record myself? Yeah. Yeah. Because we can hear your voice really clearly. Um, and yeah. so I was, when I was watching your, your content, I was wondering like, exactly. okay, how, how do you, do you wear a microphone or is it just the smartphone that, that your, your camera person is recording? Yeah. How does it work? Actually at the very beginning, I, I didn't, uh, wanted to spend, uh, too much. Uh, so whatever I had, I want to use and then do the best out of it. But at the very beginning, because you couldn't hear my voice, uh, uh, because a, a smartphone can't really reach you so far, uh, so it can't reach your voice so far. But um, I used to use just captions and subtitles. Today, um, not just today, but I mean, uh, slowly, slowly, I learned that uh, audio can be uh, uh, pretty important. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, so I I just um, purchased um, a wireless uh, microphone. Uh, is uh, this um, uh, microphone is literally I can show you if you want. So has is this kind of this receiver basically is the receiver that you attach uh, uh, to you plug to your uh, smartphone, uh, and then you have uh, basically. Um, the, the actual microphone, um, I put it uh, uh, on my um, uh, backpack, maybe here, or maybe I put it uh, inside here or in my jacket. And you can, using this, it's a wireless microphone and it actually can reach you in very long distances. Uh, the, the audio is nice, clear, uh, the voice is nice and sharp and everything. So. Uh, I think it's it's a good advice to get one of those if you decide uh, to engage with people, talk with them, uh, and and so on. So yeah. just, just for example, um, the Rode Wireless Go Two, for instance, is a really good option for that. Uh, DJI make a wireless um, as well. Yes, as well. I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't know Sennheiser. Yeah, but this one here, it's pretty good actually. Yeah, yeah that looks like the the Rode Wireless Go Two. Yes, is the yeah. Rode Wireless. Uh, go, I think. Yeah, yeah. So that's a that's a really good option. Um, I've I've used that for for quite a few years now as well. And it's, yeah, I like it as works well. pretty well. It's great, and plus you can uh, you can use it just as it is um, because there's a microphone built in 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 the transmitters bit. But you can also, if you don't like the look of it, or if you want something a little bit more um, you know hidden, you can actually plug in a lapel mic and then and then just clip that onto your belt, for example, the main unit, and then you know just use a lapel mic. Works really well. Yeah, I've used it a lot of times. The, the beautiful thing about the uh, the Go, uh, the, the the Rode option, by the way, the Rode Wireless Go Two, is that it comes with a stick, and you can then just pluck the actual unit into the top and put like a foam windscreen on it, and it looks like a roving reporter mic. As uh, I remember when I went to the photography show last September, you know, I thought about because I was interviewing people, and I thought, well, what's the easiest way of doing that? Because I could I could like you know clip a microphone on them. 
Um, and then I thought, well, you know what? If I just do it roving reporter style, like they used to do it in the olden days, basically, it's much easier. Yeah. And the road system works really well for that as well. So you just have a mic. Yeah. You know, that's perfect. true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so, yeah. Nice. Fantastic option set. Um, so, I mean, there are many social media platforms out there. Of course, you know, we're talking about Instagram yeah. and TikTok, and of course, there's Facebook and YouTube and, and all the rest of it. Um, how do you choose which ones work for promoting your work or, or will you always sort of get towards Instagram or how do you, how do you sort I, of decide? I would suggest to everyone, uh, I understand that having the more platform you use, the more job for you afterwards when you're home is going to be. Um, but uh, I would say if you can, if people want to promote as well their photography and their content creations and everything they do, the more platform you have, the better it is. Um, I, for instance, I use um, I um, I use uh, uh, very often, and at the very beginning when I start to publish uh, the things. So the first platforms where I publish my videos and photography is uh, Instagram, uh, TikTok, um, Facebook as well. Um, and then uh, also uh, YouTube, of course, because now YouTube uh, 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 started with, well, I started actually a while ago with the shorts, which is kind of this format, TikTok format. Um, uh, but I, uh, I also use uh, uh, Twitter, I use um, Snapchat, um, and uh, Snapchat, uh, uh, Pinterest as well. I use also Pinterest. So the thing is this, and I actually, just for still pictures as in the old times, in the, in the old times we used to do with Instagram, and I still enjoy to do this, is a new platform called Vero. Right. So yeah. I enjoy to, on Vero you can find uh, more the community of those photographers they they just want to share with you their art their photography and so on so mostly are still pictures you can also upload videos if you want but it's more uh focused in how instagram was at the very beginning and of course has more quality of course the quality of pictures and when you publish the pictures over there uh uh the quality of the pictures doesn't uh, how you say degrade mm, it doesn't yes that's right it keeps those ones so uh, absolutely um, so I would say that uh, the thing is uh, what I suggest people definitely is if you use uh, uh, more platforms or more than a platform uh, try not to publish your content uh, um, this at the same time or the same day well, this is based on my experience, of course, but I, I know that it, pretty wor it works pretty well also with other content creators and other photographers that I, that I know. Um, if you publish on Instagram, uh, maybe giving some times uh, to Instagram uh, to uh, put your videos and, and photos in, in the system, uh, and then the day after, maybe you publish on uh, TikTok. Or better would be if you publish 
something on Instagram today, but something different on TikTok. It's even better. So your your uh, uh, um, uh, your audience, when they want to, they also have uh, also a better reason to follow you on, on on multiple platforms because they know that today on TikTok you will have something like this, and on Instagram you have something else. So you know. So it's also a way to have the same audience in different platforms. So it's very similar to uh, what you said earlier, where you said like you, you know you, you when you first started out, you you um, uploaded the the behind the scenes on TikTok and then the final result on Instagram. So you uh, separated yeah. the two. Yes, I used to do that and it worked pretty well. Uh, yeah, because I also used to write on a comment, uh, guys, if you want to see the the the, the final result, uh, but to, you want to watch it a little bit longer instead of just looking on the video and then they go away, they, you know, just go on my Instagram and you will see the still pictures uh, of what I did. Um, but um, yes, I guess uh, uh, the more platform you have, the better it is because then in your platforms also you have different audience and also in with those audience you can share other platforms that you have. So it's a very good way to promote yourself. Uh, and yeah, as long as you don't publish the same thing the same day everywhere. So in your experience, you know, what, what are the sort of the key differences um, between the different types of contents that perform well on different platforms? For instance, you know, you've got you've got reels, um, you've got stories, and of course, when it comes to reels, um, what I see a lot is that, and I think something that I'm guilty of as well, is that you know I create a vertical video, for example, and then I post it on Reels and on TikTok, and it would also work on YouTube Shorts, for example. Is that something you would recommend to repurpose content like that? Or um, would you say, like, for instance, you know, this particular content works really well on Instagram, but on TikTok, you know, it uses um, a different type of content? Uh, well, I don't... Um, hmm, that's actually a good question. Still, based on my experience, so on what I do, I, I believe... Uh, 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 the, the 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 type of content you create uh, most of the time uh, they are unique so um they they can perform good on instagram and the same content eventually perform uh let's say less good on uh, tiktok and uh, this, I don't think it really it really matter about is is it's not really about the type of content. Great. Uh, when we talk about uh, photography of the type of photography that I do, um, you know one thing. Yeah. I've, I've, one thing I've noticed uh, sometimes is it's like almost it doesn't necessarily happen all the time, but it happens a lot. Um, so right. you know, with with this podcast, for example, it's obviously it's an audio podcast, but there's a video version of it on YouTube. Right, because that's how I create it. Um, and really, the only reason why there's a video version on YouTube is because that's that's kind of my background, and I just like filming it as a video and then turning that into an audio product, as it were. Right. And so, very very often, it happens that um, there's an episode that will do really well on audio, but not very well at all on YouTube. And sometimes it's the other way around. And I haven't really, I've sort of come to the conclusion that 
there seems to be <laughs> there seems to be some kind of rule that something does extraordinarily well on one platform it doesn't work well on the other. Um, but I haven't been able to put my finger on why that is. I have no idea. It's just that's observationally that's just yeah. That's uh, that's actually uh, it's something that I I have been wondering a lot. Well, for sure, I can tell you something. There is audience and audience. Uh, the audience of TikTok will probably the biggest part of of the audience on TikTok. It would probably not on my Facebook or not on my Instagram. Um, another thing is uh, you actually got a very interesting point. Um, regarding videos, I would always suggest uh, either if he's, when it's about platforms like TikTok and Instagram to uh, share videos in uh, in uh, vertical, uh, you know, vertical mode. So in, in, in uh, you know, in this Instagram and TikTok, uh, you know, um, uh, because when you when you when you publish them when you post them on uh, uh, you know sixteen nine you know in uh, the landscape YouTube mode yes um, kind of doesn't perform well I can't really say if it's all about the algorithm or all because of the people uh, I know for instance TikTok now uh, created a new uh, option that allows you to turn your your screen so it will go as a YouTube uh, you know, uh, mode, uh, so you can enjoy better. But yet, you have to understand, uh, people need to understand that there is audience, as I say, audience and audience. Audience of YouTube, there are those people that they literally enjoy to sit down and enjoy a full episode, as probably they will do with this episode now, because they, they're there to learn something, to spend some good quality time on that. While... On TikTok, Instagram now, and other platform, it's that kind of audience that they've been educated, unfortunately or fortunately, I don't know, to just scroll, like, scroll, like, scroll. I can say this because when I see uh, the uh, statistics and analytics on my on my uh, uh, tools and on my professional tools uh, on my platforms, I can see that many of my videos even they are just 60 seconds, sometimes 40 seconds, uh, the audience, the, the the biggest part of my audience, they just watch it up to the uh, first picture's result. So how they works usually my videos, you can see me approaching the person, explaining to them, taking the, 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 the pictures and then showing right away the first pictures, which is the first final result. Some of them, they don't even wait for the other results. They don't even wait for, you know, uh, uh, for me uh, to show them the, the pictures to the person and to see. They literally see the first pictures. Oh, that was very cool. Uh, like, let's go on. So it's that kind of audience that they're very fast scrolling, fast scrolling all the time there. I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm, I don't, I don't. Everyone does whatever they want is fine. I believe that uh, um, sometimes it's really good to understand the whole concepts. So to see the whole process and everything. And I can see, so when I when I publish something 60 seconds, in the average, the biggest, uh, 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 the, the highest uh, uh, percentage, they just watch that video for 25 seconds. They don't even get to the third to thirty seconds, you know. 
Um, so the, 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 the story, fine. Um, so, you know, I guess, uh, uh, some things perform better. Some mean, since some, some platforms, some things perform better than others. That's why I say, I believe it's good to have more platforms sometimes. And so, you know, you know with, with so much content being produced on social media, because it's obviously this, I mean, you know, TikTok has exploded. Um, I, I seem to, I seem to, TikTok seems to serve me a lot of dog videos for some reason. <laughs> clearly, clearly the algorithm knows that I like dogs, you know, obviously. Um, but, yeah. But, you know, with so much content being produced for social media on TikTok, on, on Instagram, and you know, Instagram, of course, it's like almost, I always think of Instagram as like being almost like three platforms in one because you get the main feed, then you've got the stories, and then you've got reels as well. So it's like, you know, but with so much stuff being produced, um, how how do you make sure that you stand out from the crowd? Ha! <laughs> um, there's not a... Um, I, I will tell you this. This is my mindset. This is what I truly believe. I'm not saying I'm right or wrong. But I'm... Um, I feel inside that there's no... Uh, a perfect science or a perfect... Uh, um, uh, uh, how can I say um, formula uh, that uh, will help you uh, uh, to stand out from the others? No way. Why I'm uh, what I'm saying this? I don't want to bring people down. Uh, their, their, their enthusiasm and everything. Uh, don't get me wrong. I would say to people: first of all, don't look what the others are doing. Just don't focus on what the others do. Focus on what you like and what you want to do. Even do, even if you tomorrow start to do what Dino is doing, it will be unique. It will be in your unique way. You will find your way. So find your way, of course, because if you start to use the same words I use, of course, you won't stand out because people will come and say, man, you just talk like, you talking to people like Dino does. You know, so uh, be natural and be yourself in whatever you do. Uh, stick on that because when you stick on that and you keep persistency and, and consistency, it will make you stand out even from Dino. You know, even though you're using the same Dino, uh, uh, the same format Dino is using, you will stand out because I make a stupid example now. Maybe uh, Dino take pic pictures of people, their portraits, right? Perfect. You will start to take uh, uh, portraits of people wearing hats. So all the hats of this world, imagine going out there in the world and taking hats in London, people wearing hats in London, people wearing hats in China, people wearing hats in Thailand, and people wearing hats in um, Nebraska, in Texas. It will be always, and it will be unique, and it will be even do you even you you use the 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 uh, uh, the same format Dino is using, right? Love it. So <laughs> yeah. So what I'm saying is, uh, uh, there's uh, there's no uh, yes. It's it's okay to use good hashtags. I mean, it's stupid if you if you start to do photography about people and you start to use a hashtag for cats and dogs. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, your videos will end up in cats and dogs uh, hashtags and people will scroll up, will, will not even look at you, you know? So I would say um, stick with what you like and what you love. Make as better quality as you can. So more quality, it's better. Do that. Um, a persistency, consistency, uh, keeping that. Um, you will find your your niche for sure. Um, uh, and uh, you, uh, try to create your identity because once you create your identity in your platform, people will understand it's you right away. You know, they will understand it's you and you will be unique. Definitely. There's no, there's no doubt. I'm pretty sure. But looking at, oh, because that person or because Dino does in that way, then I have to do exactly that way and it will work for sure. And I will stand out and say, no, not really. To stand out the only way, it's you, yourself. I promise. I promise. I, uh, it, 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 it's like this. Uh, and sometimes the way you do things, it will also, uh, uh, it will also, how can I say, uh, over, overcome the algorithm. Because sometimes even if the algorithm push uh, the, the contents of that guy instead of yours, but your contents have something authentic, genuine, and something eventually new, uh, whatever, the way you do things will work so good because people will love it so much that they will start to share it, they will start to engage, they will start to comment, they will start to like, that will force automatically al the algorithm to follow you. Does it make sense? Oh, absolutely. So yeah. I, know, I, I, know, I know the algorithm. I, I believe I know how the algorithm usually works and try to make other people to stand out more than others. But I promise you, when there's something that it's uh, uh, genuinely done and authentically done from you the way you do, then slowly, slowly, it will build up your own algorithm. And that's, it's why, like, and that's why consistency is so important as well, because it's, it's absolutely. As, as you said, it's like a slow, uh, you know, a slow process. And so yes. if you only post one time, or if you only create content one time and then follow that up right. with, you know, with... Yeah you know, with more content on a regular basis, then that whole principle isn't going to work anymore. Absolutely. Absolutely. And another thing that, that I, th I think people should also learn and the young generation is patience. Patience is key. Uh, you can't, you can't, um, you can't uh, demand uh, from uh, uh, people, from the platform, from the algorithm or from whatever it is, whatever you start to work with, that uh, in a matter of one week, two weeks, even one month, even three months, right away you, you, you start to see results. It's like when you go to gym. You, you go to gym today, you start to do workout, you're, it, it, everything is sore in your body, so means your body worked, but you put yourself in front of the mirror, don't expect to have muscles today. Don't expect to have those shape muscles and six packs uh, tomorrow or in one month, only persistence and consistency will show you final results slowly, slowly when you don't expect. So this is the first things. Do it because you love it to do it. Don't do it because you are looking 
or you are waiting and expecting to have thousands of millions of followers and so on and blah, blah, blah. Because it's not going to work. I promise it's not going to work. You have to do it because you enjoy doing that thing and because you're not looking at what the others are doing. Yes, you can watch to get inspiration, of course, but don't think, ah, oh, but that's have already one million followers. I will never get there because I can't stand out comparing to that guy. Yes, you will. Because that guy maybe is in USA and you are in Germany. Or you are, I don't know, whatever. You are in South Africa or you are in South America, whatever. And you will do in your way. You will do in your language as well, if you want. You will do in your, you know, so that's the thing. And it's, of course, everybody's a different personality as well. And you know, some people, some people just like one person's personality over another person's personality. And, you Absolutely. Know, and that's, that's the thing. I mean, that, you know, that always comes up when, um, you know, when, when people talk to me about, for instance, you know, creating YouTube content, teaching some or another aspect of photography, you know, and the first sort of obstacles, I was like, well, but there are already so many, there's so many videos out there teaching how to use off-camera flash, let's say, yeah. you know, and, but, it, but the truth is like, well, there may be, but nobody is teaching it the way you do because nobody is you. And so therefore, you know, it's, that's not really... That's not really an obstacle to creating that kind of content. It just means that you do it the way that you do it. And, you know, some people might find that interesting. So absolutely, there's the audience right absolutely. there. Absolutely. This is actually a very good example. And now it reminds me, uh, actually, uh, uh, when, I was, uh, when I was back in Australia, I remember uh, this, I, I wasn't doing photography. I was at the restaurant. But it's, a very, it's the same example. When I was in the restaurant, there were so many customers that they wanted to be in the, in my section. They wanted me to be their waiter. Not because just I was very good in serving them. It's just because they enjoy uh, uh, my way of approaching and talking. So after many years, because I've been living there for nine years, but after the first the three and four years, I started to speak with an Australian accent. <laughs> okay. So I was it became natural mm. because I was always speaking in English, but in Australian English. And suddenly, uh, this I remember this family. This led me. This made made me think a lot. This family that they really enjoyed to stay with me and everything. They came back from this uh, from this trip uh, after a couple of months, and they came back, and then we're like. So I join you because you are unique, because you speak with that Italian accent. We love you for that. We want you for that because you speak with that Italian accent because it's so cool, you know? So you don't be like everyone else, you know, all these Australians out here. Just be yourself, be the way you do things, you know? Absolutely. And well, yes. How important do you think is it to stay so up to date with uh, kind of the latest trends and features? Like, for for example, you know, uh, different platforms bring out different features all the time. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, I remember, you know, I remember when Instagram brought out stories um, for no, the no. first time. This is so see some years back, but uh, I remember that was like the hot thing to follow then, and uh, and then you know, then TikTok came out and then Instagram started Reels and so on. So, how how important do you, do you think is it to really stay up to date with all these like latest features? Well, then, look, to be honest with you, there's so many features coming out uh, every day in those platforms. Uh, I believe, uh, uh, 
actually uh, the, there is uh, 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 something good that you can do uh, also to make your contents uh, how can I say uh, to pump out, out there a little bit more uh, the thing is uh, if from time to time you use uh, the features that the, the app uh, um, uh, gives you um, so for instance uh, instead of writing uh, uh, a big caption at the beginning of your video uh, with uh, your uh, with your separate app your editing app your personal editing app you actually use directly the Instagram app or TikTok app or Facebook and so on to write on top of your video that is good because for the algorithm uh, for what it works uh, but uh, because the app will automatically understand that they, you are using the tools that the app has so it's a good thing the, of course there's so many features coming up that you can't always follow up all of them but you can try them from time to time from time to time you eventually can try so the also the app itself uh, understand that you are using new tools as well uh, it's not always easy uh, you I mean apps today will uh, notify you as well that there is a new feature and I would say some of those features are also very useful uh, because uh, you understand that the app itself as well needs to upgrade and update themselves to make the content creator uh, easier uh, their life easier you know the content creators life easier so I would say make an example I follow the page uh, creators of uh, Instagram or even Instagram their their own page because from time to time they come out with some new features and they, and they inform you you know they notify you and say look we have these new features that makes your videos uh, looking a little bit better or I don't know they you know stabilized better and so on so it's it's kind of uh, good to follow if it's TikTok I would say yes why not follow TikTok page because they will inform you as well unless you become a very big creator and then what happened you will get in a circle in a good circle where those platform as TikTok does will uh, put next to you uh, if you want of course um, uh, also um, uh, uh, as, um, a growth strategist that will help you out from time to time but that is when you reach a certain amount of followers and so on so yeah awesome just one final thing when it comes to TikTok um, obviously we're hearing the news all the time that you know currently anyway that you know, TikTok's being banned here left, right and center what's your sort of view on that is that um, so is it is it worth investing a lot of time to TikTok right now or is it maybe an idea to wait until that whole storm has calmed? No, I would say uh, if you are using or if you are about to use, go go with, uh, go with TikTok. Uh, keep using TikTok uh, and uh, start using TikTok because... Um, and... Uh, well, this story that is going to be banned as being uh, out uh, already two, three times before about this. 
Uh, I believe, mm, uh, even though they talk a lot, uh, uh, talk a lot about this. Um, uh, let's 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 face this. I mean, uh, uh, there's so there's so much going on, and uh, also about privacy and all these things that uh, all the other platforms, without saying any names, okay, but all all all, all the other platforms out there that we use, and actually apps, even if it's not about social media and all these things. They are going through so much in these privacy and all these things. You can just blame and, you know, TikTok first. Second, TikTok has an algorithm that is different from Instagram, uh, from uh, a real, uh, from um, uh, Facebook, uh, from YouTube and so on. So you always need also that algorithm, as we said before. For, uh, for example, if you have a YouTube channel and you have a long episode, for example, this episode that we are doing now, right? But you suddenly believe why you're editing this episode. You believe there is these two, three key points of this episode that they uh, editing and put them together. They will last uh, 30 seconds, 60 seconds. You crop them, you take them, and those 60 seconds, put them on TikTok. They will probably work perfectly for TikTok algorithm. Because as basically many other uh uh, 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 um, uh, let's say celebrities or or influencers out there that they do podcasts and so on. They do. They get that interesting part and they're putting on TikTok because now they on TikTok. There's this fast fast audience, you know, that they want to see those very key points. Listen to the inspirational quote that that guy said, and boom, and go. All right. So um, uh, I would say yes. Keep on TikTok, uh, stick on that. Uh, I believe there's mm, there's not a very big interest, uh, and there would be not a big interest for some countries to ban a platform like this because those platform is generating a lot of cash flow for a lot of companies out there. I promise. Like I mean. Come on, it's uh, it's it's something they, they I don't know I don't know what's gonna happen but That's in my opinion it is like stick on that anyway. I agree. It's very difficult to see like an outright or ban yeah, of TikTok. You know, it's I think I think I, you know they'd probably rather move the headquarters to North America or something rather than banning the the app altogether. Either that's I think yes yes yes. Right, Dino, it's been. An absolute pleasure having you on the show. Um, if there was one final, one number one tip you can give photographers when it comes to social media, what would it be? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I think maybe I, I say this one before, but I would say uh, one tip is uh, publish on social media as much as you can. Publish as much as you can, uh, because this will make the app, the algorithm, and the audience, new audience, of course, new viewers, that you are there. You are there, and you are putting your stuff there. So I would say, yes, use uh, pub, uh, publish, publish, post, post as much as you can. 
and uh, in multiple platforms. Yes, social media platforms. Fantastic. And if that wasn't the 30-second clip that's going to go out on individual uh, platforms, then I don't know. <laughs> it probably will. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Dino, it was an absolute education. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And, uh, and hopefully we'll hear more from you in the future. And of course, we'll actually meet um, hopefully later on this year which will be in person looking forward that'd be absolutely amazing it'd be fantastic i'm sure um it'd be fantastic i'll tell you what i've never been you know i i actually i'm, I'm such a sun and beach lover that i have no idea how i ended up so free Good your mind exactly. don't make don't <laughs> make any expectation <laughs> absolutely and don't get any fear just go with the flow and you, I promise you, you will enjoy. Oh, it's, it's looking absolutely fantastic. I'm so looking forward to it. It'll be, it'll be great. Um, uh, you know, for all of you who are listening and, uh, and watching on YouTube, you know, if you, if you want to know what we're talking about, uh, as far as Norway is concerned in particular, then, uh, then, uh, have a look at one of our previous episodes, uh, where Dave Williams and I discuss, um, a workshop, a fantastic workshop opportunity in Lofoten in Northern Norway, um, or go to idavewilliams.com forward slash training where you can get all the information about that. Um, again, Dino, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, thank you so much for being on the show and I'll see you soon. Thank you so much for having me. It was amazing. See you soon. Thank you so much for watching this video. If you enjoyed it, please hit that like button and subscribe to our channel for more great content. But before you go, let me share a quick insight from Behavior Signs. When you engage with content you enjoy, you not only make the creator's day, but you also trigger positive emotion in yourself. It's a small action that can make a big difference in how you feel. So by liking, commenting, or sharing this episode, you're not only supporting us, but you're also benefiting yourself. It's a win-win situation, no doubt. If you enjoyed this episode, let me recommend another episode that I think you'll love. Check out episodes 145 with Gilbert Mayak and episode 132 with Nina Welsh-Kling, both street photographers whose work you love, giving incredible insights into the secrets of phot uh, photographing the streets of London and New York City. And if you have any suggestions or feedback, we'd love to hear it. Your comments are incredibly valuable to us and help us improve our content as always. So please don't hesitate to share your thoughts. Remember to hit the like button, ring the bell and share with your friends. You can help us reach a greater audience all over the world. Once again, thank you for watching and listening and we'll see you next Thursday. Thank you.